Hey everyone, this is Thomas Mullenix with Revision Management Consulting. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Make sure you follow us over on LinkedIn and let us know what you think. Um, all right, so starting off, gentlemen, you know, as offices reopen, people start migrating back to the office. Companies have to consider not only how to implement some COVID safety measures, uh, but also how to monitor and enforce them. So Tom Harris, what approach and consideration should be taken from a, a corporate office standpoint? Wow, that's a great question. Uh, you know, clearly the the office procedures need to be changed. There were, you know, rather than a fairly loose, open environment, there's got to be a lot of controls in place that um, maintain the CDC, the local, and the state regulations for uh, for COVID. And what we did back in August, we updated all of the uh, office policies for our corporate office here in Denver, and um, we performed a bit of an operational audit is kind of a informal audit where we looked at the different guidelines and looked at our implementation of not just the policy but actually the practices within the office so it was, it was kind of a fun little exercise to understand where where we're at and we also found some some uh uh risks that uh, I, I guess that'd be corollary risks right you set up one-way pathways you might close a emergency egress because you have a one-way pathway that you're per CDC guidelines, but then you've got this fire risk because you can't exit the building should some emergency occur. So those kinds of things we really had to think through. What are the impacts of what we're doing? What are the changes? Do we really need somebody up front to take temperatures and go through the checklist? Or is that something we can trust our people to do? So I, I think that there really should be some baseline assessment what are the policies and do they comply with the different layers of, of standards? And, you know, the different layers often conflict. And, and that's something that you really have to take some common sense and, and think about how it is going to impact the employees and, and whether or not it's even practical to implement all of them. So I, I, it's, it's a holistic approach. Uh, it's, it's a lot of basics in terms of what are the standards and how are we complying with them, thinking through what are the repercussions of complying with those and, and then really um, what makes the most sense for the organization and, and for the business itself. Great, great stuff. So how, I'm really curious what your opinion is on you know, the corporate office, but also to expand from there, what about the challenges we face uh, from an internal audit standpoint, trying to make sure that some of these practices and these new policies are in place for other offices outside the corporate office, whether it's, it's a regional office, manufacturing facilities, you know, that sort of thing. What's, you know, what are you seeing? What are your recommendations? Yeah, the, I, I think the important part is to find one person that, that you can talk to, that you have a relationship with, be that the, the head of HR or the head of facilities at that location. Whoever sits there, goes into the office, knows the people, knows what the layout is, Having that relationship with that one person is really key. It's it's very critical to be able to have those kinds of conversations. And you know, the, you, I don't know if this is good news or not, but since it's unprecedented, a lot of folks are looking around going, "How do we do that?" And by providing that calm voice about, "Here's the standard. Here's the regulations. Here's how we can go about doing it." Having those conversations in in a way that's very open and takes into account what's specific to those, those particular facilities. 
Great stuff. And Hal, I think we were uh, trying to direct that one over to you, but Tom, I think you actually had some good points there to make as well. So I'm definitely, uh, definitely appreciate that insight. So uh, Hal, same question to you, sir. How, how do you uh, view for the, both the corporate office as well as just like the regional and, and outside of the corporate office, how to approach it from both the corporate standpoint, but also the, the internal audit side? Yeah. And Tom covered a lot of ground. So as I was thinking about and processing it, um, you know, to me, the more internal audit is able to position itself to be advisory and less in an assurance mode, the more I think you can add value to the organization, the more you can be proactive as opposed to being reactive will help the organization. If we think back, you know, uh, the goal, the uh, everybody go work from home at some point in time in March of 2020 was a flick of the light switch for many organizations. It was decided and you learned to deal with it. A return to work, whatever that looks like for whatever organization is something that is being planned and can be planned. And as internal audit can be most involved in the discussion, in the dialogue, in the moment, uh, and provide that devil's advocate, have we thought about, is that the best way to help make sure we're going to not only comply with what we need to comply with, but ensure we're going to achieve our strategic objectives? Is it consistent with the mission, vision, and values? How are employees going to react to that? Are we comfortable with how we're going to manage employees? Because there will be a group of employees that will never be happy with whatever the decision is because they got satisfied and comfortable with the state they've been in today. How are we going to manage that? How might that impact to what you raised, Thomas, a more distributed organization? The more distributed the organization is, the more there are a series of microcultures in all of those locations, regardless of what the corporate culture is. How are the employees going to react in those locations? And is management there, feet on the ground in those locations, well positioned to manage the employee issues that will undoubtedly get raised? Beyond all of the mass wearing and protocols and all of the sanitation stuff and all of those things that are incredibly important. I think as we raise ourselves up to a more advisory role, we need to make sure that the organization is thinking through and get comfort that the organization is thinking through all of those issues as it affects uh, the business, the operations and the employees specifically. I'd like to thank Hal and Tom both for joining me once again for a great conversation. Please make sure you follow all of us on LinkedIn and comment on our posts and let's just have some great conversations about this topic and so many others. Thanks. Have a great day.